0: to have you joining me here on if you don't like that very interesting podcast for you today you know if you've listened to me since October both my podcast and my rants I talk about double standards I talk about hypocrisy that we see in our sports world and I don't know if I've ever seen a league more hypocritical than in the past week from what I've seen from the NBA. I'm going to get into that. I think it's an important topic. I think it's something that we should all think about and learn from. And I'm going to voice my opinion on the show today, which is brought to you by New Works Plumbing, locally owned in Sacramento for 20 years. Leak detection, waterline repair, bathroom plumbing, Newworks Plumbing is a full-service plumbing solution. No matter how small or how large your plumbing problem, they've got a fix for you. They're expert technicians. They're available 24-7 for all of your plumbing needs. Just go to newworksplumbing.com. That's N-E-W-W-R-X plumbing.com. You know, one of the things I've stressed on my podcast is how many amazing conversations I've had with people Because since moving to Florida, nobody knows me down here and it makes starting a conversation much easier because I'm starting on the ground floor and the individual that I'm talking to doesn't know my background. They don't know anything about me and I I, I really had some phenomenal conversations and it was a week ago that I did my rant on LeBron James for the tweet that he put out towards the Columbus, Ohio police officer, a picture of that police officer after the fatal shooting of a young black gal who was uh, apparently getting ready to stab uh, another person. And the police officer fatally shot that individual. And I wanted to wait. I wanted to see what happened over the span of a week. And I've been reading a lot of things and I've been talking to a lot of people and I'm pretty amazed at what I'm hearing and I'm really disturbed with what I'm hearing and some of the things that I am reading. I was reading a story from Outkick, Will Kane, whether you like him or whether you don't like him, now works for Fox News and was at ESPN and had a radio show at ESPN before moving in to Fox. Now, I know when you hear Fox, you're thinking, gee, you know, right-wing, conservative, blah, blah, blah. And one of the things that really pisses me off is that if you're a Republican or a Democrat, you're automatically stereotyped into how you feel and what you believe, and I think that is so freaking wrong, and the issues that are facing our country right now, to me, I don't give a damn whether you're on the left, on the right, I don't care what your ethnicity is, I don't care what your religion is, I don't care what your sexuality is, there's a right, and there is a wrong, and it really, to me, is that simple, and it doesn't matter who you voted for in the election, it doesn't matter how you were raised. It doesn't matter what your economic status is. It, to me, boils down to what's right and what's wrong. So, Will Kane was on OutKick, did a podcast, and he said this about LeBron James. LeBron James, at least in the world of sports, is the single most destructive force to race relations in the United States, Will Cain said. Quote, LeBron has done a lot of good things, but that does not absolve him from the terrible things he is doing. He's tearing this country apart. He's ignoring facts. He doesn't care at all. It's a pretty strong statement. He's tearing this country apart. Yeah, you know, I think that there's a lot more to it than that. And I'm amazed at how many people I run into on a very regular basis that have told me that they don't watch the NBA anymore and they bring up LeBron James. And so I wanted to get into this a little bit further because I've talked a lot about Mitch Album of the Detroit Free Press and the story that he wrote last summer after the anti-Semitic remarks from Deshaun Jackson. And the one thing that Mitch Albom wrote that just continues to stay with me is silence is compliance. That's a popular sentence today. But you can't be selective with your noise, not against hate. Where's the NBA been this past week? Have you seen any statements from the NBA regarding LeBron James' tweet?
1: Was that the case last year when Daryl Morey said fight for freedom and stand with Hong Kong, giving support to Hong Kong with all the protests?
0: You remember what happened right after that? The NBA, Adam Silver came out and said this. We recognize that the views expressed by Houston Rockets general manager, Daryl Morey, have deeply offended many of our friends and fans in China, which is regrettable. While Daryl has made it clear that his tweet does not represent the Rockets or the NBA... The values of the league support individuals educating themselves and sharing their views on matters important to them. We have great respect for the history and culture of China and hope that sports in the NBA can be used as a unifying force to bridge cultural divides and bring people together. That statement by the commissioner got ripped by so many. And so the commissioner came up with a follow-up statement, quote, it is inevitable that people around the world, including from America and China, will have different viewpoints over different issues. It is not the role of the NBA to adjudicate those differences. However, the NBA will not put itself in a position of regulating what players, employees, and team owners say or will not say. On these issues, we simply could not operate that way. Now, a footnote Daryl Morey, since leaving the Houston Rockets and going to work with Philadelphia, made it very clear that he stood by what he said in his tweet about Hong Kong. I bring in LeBron James because LeBron James was very vocal about what happened last summer or I should say two summers ago with Daryl Morey and the Houston Rockets. You ready for this? Quote, yes, we all do have freedom of speech, but at times there are ramifications for the negative that can happen when you're not thinking about others and you only think about yourself. I don't want to get into a word or sentence feud with Daryl Morey, but I believe he wasn't educated on the situation at hand, and he spoke. So many people could have been harmed, not just financially, but physically, emotionally, spiritually. So just be careful what we tweet and what we say and what we do. Even though, yes, we do have freedom of speech, but there can be a lot of negative that comes with that too. He went on and said, LeBron did. My team and this league just went through a difficult week. I think people need to understand what a tweet or statement can do to others. And I believe nobody stopped and considered what
1: would happen. Could have waited a week to send it. Hmm. How about that? That's the hypocritical LeBron
0: James. Who by the way, just for being on the record and being transparent, I announced LeBron James' first ever NBA game. I was blessed to be asked to be the voice on his first Nike commercial as a professional basketball player. I've always admired LeBron James. I've always looked forward to announcing games when LeBron played. And due to the fact that he was in the Eastern Conference for so long, that was only twice a year, once at home and once on the road. And to this day, I consider him as good as any player that I've ever seen. And that and what has happened has not changed my opinion as LeBron James, the basketball player but I just read you what he said about Daryl Morey, right? And it was just last week that LeBron James tweets out a picture of the Columbus, Ohio police officer and puts your next
1: hashtag accountability. How about that? That's the same LeBron James that
0: just made all those comments recently Or about Daryl Morey. When I say recently,
1: I'm talking about almost two years ago. To me, that's recent. All right, so I've been talking to a lot of people. I've been reading a lot of things. And after
0: LeBron made that, in my opinion, irresponsible,
1: dangerous tweet, then there was this to the story. And this really caught my eye. An LAPD police officer went to Facebook after LeBron James
0: put out a tweet with the caption, you're next in capital letters and hashtag accountability. And LeBron, of course, deleted the tweet sometime after he put it up and then said he took it down because it was being used to create more hate. Well, Dion Joseph is a longtime police officer with the Los Angeles Police Department. And not that it matters, but I am going to say it. He happens to be black. And he really wants to sit down with LeBron James and said this, I am not going to come at you from a place of hatred. There will be no name-calling. I was raised to see the whole of a human being, not to hyper-focus on their flaws or make said flaws the whole of who they are. I'm an honest man. The officer did point out all of the good things that LeBron James has done, with charity, being a family man, but said, quote, his current stance on policing is so off-base and extreme. Quote, Your tweet that targeted a police officer in Ohio who saved a young woman's life was irresponsible and disturbing. It showed a complete lack of understanding of the challenge of our job in the heat of a moment. You basically put a target on the back of a human being who had to make a split-second decision to save a life from a deadly attack. A decision I know he and many others wish they never had to make, especially when it involves someone so young. Instead of apologizing, you deflected. You said you took your tweet down because you did not want it to be used for hate when the tweet itself was the embodiment of hatred rooted in a lack of understanding of the danger of the situation. I don't know if this will ever reach you, But my hope is that one day I can sit down with you and talk. As a man of faith, I can have no hatred towards you. But I do feel I can help you understand the reality of the
1: profession of policing and that there is another side you need to hear. How about that? And he went on and added this. Quote, you are tired of black
0: folks dying? So am I. You hate racism and police brutality. So do I. But you cannot paint 800,000 men and women who are of all races, faiths, sexual orientation, and are also mothers, fathers, sons, daughters, preachers, coaches, community members, and just human with such a broad and destructive brush. LeBron James in his tweet said, this isn't about one officer. It's about the entire system, and they always use our words to create more racism. LeBron went on and added in his tweet that he was so damn tired of seeing black people killed by police. He said, I am so desperate for more accountability. The police officer, Joseph, said, we need to stop the tribalism and the dehumanization of each other. He went on and said, we're human beings
1: dealing with human beings, and that's not always going to be perfect or pretty. How about that for you? This is the same hypocritical LeBron James
0: who came out and said all those things after Daryl Morey's tweet. And then less than two years later, he did the exact same thing. There's been no apology from LeBron James. Why is that? How come media has not come out and just apologized and said, hey, you know what? I was caught up in the
1: case in Minneapolis. I got caught up in the moment and the emotions, and I overreacted, and I'm sorry. I could have accepted that, but there has been no, I'm sorry.
0: There has been no apology. And you know what even
1: to me is a greater problem is that the NBA and the people that cover the NBA on a regular basis have been silent. MLK, our lives begin to end the day we become silent about things that matter. Doesn't the picture on an individual with 50
0: million followers who may be the most popular, well
1: known athlete, not only in the United States, but abroad as well? Doesn't LeBron James and his actions deserve? Some comment by the NBA. Did the NBA not come out and
0: make statement after statement after statement after Daryl Morey's tweet? Did the NBA not fine Myers Leonard or the Miami Heat $50,000, the maximum fine allowed, and suspend him from being around the team for a week even though he was hurt and couldn't play? for using the word kike,
1: a derogatory term for Jewish people while playing a video game on the internet. By the way,
0: I gave the definition because I've run into many people over the last couple of weeks that had no idea what that word meant. The NBA came out and had a,
1: no problem. But the NBA hasn't said a word about this tweet that LeBron James put out. And so I go back to what Will Cain said. And I think there is a degree of truth and accuracy to what Will Cain said when he was doing a
0: podcast on OutKick. Now, I don't know if I agree with it in his totality. I mean, his statement was pretty broad. I'll read it again. LeBron James, at least in the world of sports, is the single most destructive force to race relations in the United States. I would say that I would agree that it has been a very destructive situation for race relations in the United States. And if you want to take the word destructive out, I'm okay with that. And I'll use the term and I'll say the sentence this way. It sure as hell hasn't brought people together. And he said, Will Kane, but that does not... It talked about him doing good things. That does not absolve him from the terrible things he is doing. He's tearing this country apart. Again, I don't know if I would agree that it's tearing this country apart. But I think it is absolutely certain. And I'm very comfortable in making this comment. He's not helping bringing this country together. And the NBA... It's being so hypocritical here that the guy that has 50 million followers on Twitter who is their biggest commodity, who is the most famous player in the league and the NBA and the people that cover the NBA on a regular basis haven't said a damn word about it. Crickets. Again, Mitch Album. Silence is compliance. That's a popular sentence today. But you can't Be selective with your noise, not against hate. I think the police officer from Los Angeles that wants to meet with LeBron James, I think he said it about as well
1: as can be said. And I really applaud him for coming out and writing a Facebook post hoping
0: that LeBron James would read it. Again, I love what he said. Your current stance on policing is so off base and extreme. It showed a complete lack of understanding of the challenge of our job in the heat of a moment. You basically put a target on the back of a human being who had to make a split second decision to save a life from a deadly attack. Now, I am not, nor is that gentleman from the L.A. Police Department, nor is anyone else, absolving the heinous things that we have seen on video and the Derek Chauvin conviction of George Floyd, and I can go on and on. We're not saying, or at least I'm not saying, and I don't think that police officer in L.A., I didn't hear him say, we're not saying that there is absolutely no problem and no issues at all. But you cannot put a tweet out like that if you are LeBron James. After all, did LeBron James not just say the exact same damn thing about Daryl Morey less than two years ago? So two years ago, it's okay for LeBron James to rip Daryl Morey to shreds, talk about the consequences of a tweet and how he should have waited a while, and then here's LeBron James not waiting at all, not apologizing for the consequences of his tweet. You know what? That is an absolute disgrace. It's a disgrace. And it is an absolute disgrace that so many people in this country have been silent about it based on their political affiliation. Pol- your politics shouldn't have a goddamn thing to do with LeBron James' tweet. If you care about what's right and wrong, then you need to come out and speak. And it doesn't matter if you're black or white, it doesn't matter if you're a democrat or a republican, it doesn't matter if you're catholic or jewish, it doesn't matter whether you are straight or gay, it just doesn't freaking matter. What matters is, as Mitch Albom said, you can't be selective with your noise not against hate. Well, it seems to me that the NBA is being very selective with their noise. Our lives begin to end the day we become silent about things that matter. And as I watch the NBA ratings plummet, and as I talk to people on the street, and I really mean on the street, I'm hearing the narrative repeat itself. Now I don't watch the NBA anymore. Now I'm tired of the NBA. I'm tired of the politics. I'm tired of the hypocrisy. I'm tired of the double standard. I'm hearing that from people that I know. And I'm hearing that from people that I don't know and know nothing about. And either all of these people are lying to me
1: or there's some real truth to what I'm saying here. Think about that for a moment. Think about
0: what we're dealing with in this country right now. Think about how the greatest athlete, and I I think I'd put him number one, right? Tiger Woods and LeBron James. Correct me if I'm, you know, Tom Brady. Want to put him in there? Put Tom Brady in there. Again, if I'm
1: forgetting someone, forgive me. I'm doing this off the top of my head. Right? I reached out to four police officers that I'm friends with. And I wanted to get a perspective from what they go through. And I asked about shooting a suspect and why you can't just shoot an individual in the leg. One of the law enforcement friends said, if you get to a point
0: where deadly force is justified, let's say like the shooting of the girl with the knife, then you are shooting to neutralize or stop the threat. And one shot anywhere on the body might not stop that threat immediately. He said, if you try to shoot below the waist, it is A, harder to ensure a hit, legs moving and not as big of a target as the center mass. He said, also there are arteries in the legs and honestly, most shots to the upper leg will be fatal. Pelvic shots are considered a kill zone in targets also. B, we are responsible for all of our rounds fired. So if you're shooting at two moving legs,
1: the chance of missing is huge. Also, in the heat of an incident with the
0: suspect moving and the officer moving and innocent people moving to
1: ensure a shot is well-placed as that, would be extremely hard. I had another gentleman send me a police video of a suspect that was coming at the police officer. The video showed that
0: the guy was shot multiple times in the chest and kept going and actually was able to level an attack on the police officer. This individual that I... And friends with said, most people don't stop once they are shot once. It takes a while for it to take effect or set in, and they continue doing more stuff or advancing or attacking.
1: That's why multiple shots are fired. I had no idea with any of that. No idea. And I had another individual. We were talking about shooting a potential suspect. This is a
0: female. She responded this way It's hard enough to stand static and shoot a non moving paper target. Most people, even in perfect conditions, have a hard time getting perfect shots. So, obviously, moving and stress and all of that make it even harder. And I responded, Thank you so much for that perspective. She responded, No problem at all. Part of people understanding is
1: talking and explaining stuff. Well, that's why I wanted to read that Facebook letter to
0: or post to LeBron James. Because it doesn't seem to me that LeBron James gives a damn about what law enforcement is going through or what they went through in Columbus, Ohio. Obviously, he didn't. He put out a very damaging, dangerous tweet. A tweet that again has left so many people just silent. I don't know what else to say other than I'm going to keep on talking about this on this podcast because I've enjoyed the guest. I enjoy being funny with my guest. I've enjoyed great insight from my guest. But there are times when we need to talk about the important issues going on in this country. And if you want to know why things are so damn divided right now, I understand the point that Will Kane was making. And I can't disagree with the premise of what he said. And for a guy that I still admire and love watching play basketball and LeBron James, he, in my opinion, has become a destructive force in this country because he is so damn hypocritical. And an apology would be great. I'd, uh, I'd really gain a lot of respect frack, uh, back from LeBron if I could just hear an apology for his tweet of a week ago. But I guess he's too big of a man for that. I guess he's too important for that. I guess he's got the world in the palm of his hands and 50 million followers, and I guess saying, hey, you know what? I was wrong. I shouldn't have done that. Forgive me. I'm sorry. Nope. Haven't heard that from LeBron. And you know what? That's as damn disappointing as anything that I've talked about in the last 30 minutes. Before we get to Crowd Ultra's QA, I want to talk to you about AdLoad Technology, a brand new innovative way to advertise your company. That's right, AdLoad Technologies utilizes LED digital displays embedded in the back of a semi-trailer. Hey, your message will always flow with traffic and capture attention of consumers in high traffic areas. And additionally, Adload can provide you with comprehensive and intelligent reporting, so it gives you accurate impression counts and exposure to analyze your marketing strategy for the long term. Just go to AdloadTechnologies.com. That's A-D-L-O-A-D, AdloadTechnologies.com. All right, let's get to our CrowdUltra Q&A. Just go to CrowdUltra.com. Ask me a question. Maybe I'll answer it right here on the podcast. Colby wants to know, what's the hardest sport to referee? Well, I I think they're all difficult to referee, but I would go with the NFL and the NBA as the two most difficult sports to officiate. But I've never been an official, but that's just from being a fan. I believe those would be the two most difficult sports to officiate. All right, Jackson wants to know, do stats cloud decision-making in sports? I think analytics has gone way overboard in sports, and I think the teams that rely on analytics primarily, and we know which teams those are, those are the teams that don't win. So, yes, I think it does cloud decision-making in sports. Are stats useful? Yes, if used right. Are analytics useful? Yes, if used right. But unfortunately... Too often, they're not used right, in my opinion. Vince wants to know, do you think it's a good idea for the NBA to continue doing the play-in tournament? I I do. I just think it keeps more fans interested in the ending weeks of the season. Is it here to stay? It looks like it is. You know, and the NBA needs to generate more revenue. So, yes, I do think that it is here to stay, and I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. Tom wants to know, do you believe players like Draymond get targeted for technical fouls. No, I don't believe they get targeted for technical fouls. I believe they get technical fouls because they do stupid things. But no, I don't believe that they are apps are actually uh, targeted. Christian says, you talked about the Marvel NBA gimmick last episode. Have you seen all the other gimmicks partnerships they've announced over the past week? I have not. But gimmicks to me mean that their ratings are going down and they got to figure out a new way to attract fans. Now, I will say this about the NBA, and I was involved in the NBA for a long time. The NBA is a great league. They are very innovative, and they're always ahead of the game. And so they're always looking for new ideas to stimulate their audience, bring in new fans. So this does not surprise me. This does not surprise me. Trevor wants to know, is Charles Oakley out of his mind saying, saying, that Julius Randle is a better version of Zion. I didn't even hear him say that. But I'll answer the question this way. If you were a general manager or a coach and you said, okay, you can either have Randle or Williamson, who are you taking? Did I answer your question? Kevin wants to know, if you noticed the lack of offense in the MLB this season? You know what, Kevin? I have not because I'm not watching the MLB because it's the most boring freaking sport on the globe. I-, I can barely make it through one inning of baseball. I, I just can't do it. I- I'm not kidding. I just can't do it. You know, it's just ridiculous. Now, the sport to me is in a lot of trouble. A lot of trouble. Luke wants to know has tanking slowed down in the NBA yeah I think when they changed the lottery system and I think what is it the worst four teams only have a 25 percent chance of getting the number one selection yeah I do you know I, I think it has slowed down Michael wants to know did Kevin Love make a mistake signing the big money contract he did make tons of money but put himself in a position to struggle for years well I wish I could make a mistake like that Lucas wants to know what do you think of LeBron not being in Doctor J's top ten? I think it's ridiculous. I think it's. I think it's. Uh, honestly, I think it's embarrassing for Doctor J. Anyone that does not have LeBron James in their top ten, or in my opinion, in their top five, is uh, something happened to him. And I've I've loved Doctor J. I've got a chance to meet him. Meet him on a couple occasions, and man, I'm a big fan of Doctor J. But he's out of his freaking mind if he doesn't think LeBron is one of the top ten players in nba history chase wants to know do i think that steve kerr is a good coach i do think he's a good coach yes i do but i think we've said this you know very often you got to have good players to have success but do i think he's a good coach yes david wants to know how long do i think it will take for the rockets to rebuild probably not that long they're in a very desirable market um Three years, maybe. Three years. Andrew wants to know, what are your thoughts on the new NHL TV contract? I I don't like it. I don't like it for the NHL. I think it's great that the games will be back on ESPN. But to lose NBC, the over-air commodity, going on TNT in that package, I don't think that's good for the NHL. Monetarily, it's good. I don't think it's good for their viewership. Uh, I really don't. If you want to ask me a question... Just go to crowdultra.com. That's crowdultra.com. Sign up. It really takes less than a minute. Ask me a question, and hopefully I'll answer it right here on my podcast.
1: It's time for rant, 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 Rant.
0: Today's rant is brought to you by Manscaped. Spring has sprung, and Manscaped has the best tools to get you ready manscaped are the global leaders in men's below the waist grooming and they have forever changed the grooming game with their amazing products and they are here to help with your above the waist holes too now have you heard of their weed whacker this nose and ear hair trimmer provides proprietary skin safe technology so it helps prevent nicks snags, and tugs hey the premium manscaped weed whacker it's awesome i'm telling you you will absolutely love it and Talking about incredible hygiene, Manscaped has formulations to keep you fresh and ready for everything that comes your way all day. Hey, you got the crop preserver, the crop reviver—they're both awesome. And speaking of smelling fresh, you got to check out the new refined cologne signature scent by Manscaped. Now, got great news for you—I'll give you twenty percent off. That's right, twenty percent off and free shipping if you use the code NAPES. N-A-P-E-S at manscaped.com. That's right. Just use the code NAPES, N-A-P-E-S at manscaped.com. It's spring cleaning, baby, and your balls will thank you. Boy, how about the Kings and the Utah Jazz on Wednesday night? The final score, if you can count that high, The Utah Jazz with a franchise record, 154 points. The Sacramento Kings with 105 points. Now, you might say, well, but you know what, Grant? De'Aaron Fox wasn't playing for the Kings. And I would say, yeah, you know what? You're right.
1: You're right. Oh, you know what? Mike Conley and Donovan Mitchell, they weren't playing for the Jazz. And...
0: Donovan Mitchell is better than anybody that plays for the Sacramento Kings, including De'Aaron Fox. Mike Conley was on the All-Star team this year. So I'll ask you, who do you think was at more of a disadvantage, the Jazz or the Kings? 154 to 105. And I've done a lot of rants on the Kings over the last couple of months, and there have been some good moments and there have been some bad moments. But I never thought I'd be doing a rant about a Kings team at home giving up 154 points without their starting backcourt and a team that had just lost back-to-back games to the awful Minnesota Timberwolves. But that's what happened. The Utah Jazz come in, and they embarrass the Kings, putting 154 on the floor. Now, we know that the Kings are the worst defensive team in the NBA and may go down as the worst defensive team in the NBA in history. But you know what 154 points should tell everyone? That the players that took the court Wednesday night did not give a damn at all about the game and they didn't want to be there. And now that some fans are allowed back in the arena and why the hell they would go is beyond me, but hey, that's for them to decide and not me. Are they asking for refunds after that game? Of 154 to 105, and were the fans booing? I mean, I got to believe the fans were booing, were they not? Gutless, embarrassing. Good news, though.
1: The season ends on May 16th. If you root for the team in purple and white,
0: that's right. You only got a couple more weeks. Hang in there because you know what? There's always next season. <laughs> oh, my goodness gracious. And that's my rant for today. Hey, before I sign off, don't forget that Mother's Day is next weekend. Have you thought about what you're going to do for mom? I've got a perfect idea. Go to buriedinchocolate.com. B E R R I E D, buriedinchocolate.com. Sherry Fitzpatrick, she's the best. And she's got great gift ideas for your mom. Check it all out online, buriedinchocolate.com. Hey, don't forget to check out my video rants over on YouTube. Thank you so much. I would love to know what you thought of my podcast today. Leave me a comment. Rate the podcast if you don't mind, particularly if you are listening via Apple Podcast. You can always hit me up on Twitter or Instagram. I really appreciate it. And thank you so much. It's great to have you here on If You Don't Like That with Grant Napier.